Hello, Basket News fans, friends and followers. Uh, I'm Janos Miklovas, and I greet you uh, from a country which is not that known for a basketball, um, but it's a beautiful island. And uh, we are here in Cyprus, in, in Nicosia, and uh, which is the place is buzzing with basketball this weekend, uh, with four basketball teams uh, taking place in this tournament. Uh, and I'm honored to have uh, as a guest uh, one of the masterminds of European basketball, Mr. Dimitris Itudis from CSK uh, Moscow. Hi, coach. Hello. Thank you for for your invitation. As you as you mentioned, uh, Cyprus is a beautiful island and uh, very ambitious in terms of uh, sports in general and especially basketball. I like how you know how you talk so much, and uh, usually that's uh, a bit easier, you know, for a journalist when a coach speaks a lot because you don't have to ask that many questions. So I have. I hope that uh, we will manage to fit into that 25 minutes that we have in this conversation. Okay. Uh, this tournament, I guess, is one thing that you have to prepare your team for the upcoming season, but it's also maybe the last chance to enjoy this Cypriot sun before going back to, to, to Russia. For me, going back to Lithuania, it's very you know, similar in terms of weather there. So that's the last chance to enjoy this summer right before going into job. Yeah. The last chance to grab a little bit more of a vitamin D. Yeah. which we, we miss during the winter, let's say. Yes, uh, uh, but uh, the most uh, important thing is to um, see where we are at in terms of basketball. Um, unfortunately, we didn't came full power because Danny Hackett had some back spasms, so he had to stay in Moscow back. Thank God he's doing better now uh, with the work of the physiotherapist and uh, our assistant uh, conditioner coach. Uh, anyhow, those are the, the conditions and we're trying to see. We already played one game against Zenit. Uh, to, today we play against Lavrio. And, you know, uh, this season, I have the feeling that we did not have enough of a time to, to prepare compared with other seasons. Before going deeper into that, I want to start off with three uh, facts, uh, to tell you those three facts. And please let me know which one of them you like the most. Uh, one fact is that uh, in this year's EuroLeague, uh, we have four Greek coaches. Uh, that's the most uh, between all the nationalities, four Greek coaches. You yourself, Yanis Speropoulos of Maccabi, uh, Dimitris Priftis of Papandikos, and uh, Mr. Barzokos from Olympiakos. Uh, that's one fact. Another fact is that you are the winningest coach of all time in EuroLeague. 76.4% Seven, of wins in, in all the games. That's number one. Overall, third fact uh, is that you are starting your eighth season in uh, in CSK Moscow, and that's quite a feat uh, because only two coaches uh, coach CSK longer, and they are both uh, local legends, uh, Russian coaches. One of them is Alexander Gomelsky, which uh, is as great as uh, an award is being named after him. Out of these three facts, which one do you like the most? Well, uh, you mentioned four facts. Uh, if we go um, uh, by the how you actually named them, uh, the fact that there are four uh, Greek coaches is is a good fact. I don't know, but we have another fourteen coaches from different countries, which are very capable and full of knowledge and uh, full of uh, energy and motivation. So. Um, I don't think so. We, we have to go that much of nationality. It's about the skills and the, the philosophy uh, of each and uh, everyone. Though I repeat, it's a good thing that uh, I, can, I can see friends 
from all over the country and, uh, and talk and exchange ideas and try to compete. The second fact uh, in, in terms of percentages, um, I'm privileged to be a uh, head coach of, the, of CSK, which is a great club and uh, I had the opportunity and uh, the privilege as well uh, to work with great players and, uh, you know, so uh, that fact of the percentage of uh, winning as coach goes to, um, to many directions. First of all, to my players, my, my management and, the, and president, Mr. Vatutin, and of course, Nolis Nikel, uh, my assistant coaches, everybody who contribute on that. We, I'm not a fool and, you know, I'm very, very humble and I understand that, um, you know, uh, coaching uh, seven years right now in, in Euroleague and um, other coaches, great coaches that they have coached all around, like, like Jelko Duda or many other of them, they, they have uh, experience uh, and they did won other games under other names. So uh, we won though to continue, we're very thrilled and uh, I'm driven in terms of, uh, for me, a new season when it starts, it's, I'm already, uh, I have the fire yet. Uh, I do believe that I'm, there are a lot of things out there to learn. To be honest, uh, first time I will say this in public, uh, every time the season finish, uh, I do feel that I, I need to find out or to learn something more. But something is missing, so that's what keeps me always aware. Um, trying to get information from that interview, from from uh, any other meeting I might have for for the scrimmage game we're going to play this afternoon, for the book I'm going to read, or the information that they, I'm going to share with um, I don't know some some friends from uh, NBA or from Europe or so whatever. So. Um, and I think that that's the meaning of, of life and in general in sports as well. So trying to evolve, trying to, to be better every day. Uh, don't waste the time you have. Uh, it, it's a precious time, so don't waste it. Regarding the, 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 the third part, it's connected with the, the second. So uh, I'm honored at the same time. And I, I accept that honor as a, as a privilege and motivation at the same time to be at the head um, to a great club, as you said, and um, the fact that we're seven years already and we're walking to the eighth uh, year uh, means that something is going going good, that we, we're doing good things all together. And, um, you know, it, it makes me proud that uh, actually for the coach, um, winning titles, uh, one very important fact besides the glory or the pictures or I don't know, the numbers, as you mentioned, or all the records, is um, it buys us time to uh, actually stay more and um, try to establish our philosophy. But don't let's don't forget, in these seven years, we've been called with my coaching staff to manage the the third generation right now. So we have changed three generations in seven years. So from from the teams of Hriapa uh, and Milos Teodosius to the Colos teams and Corey Higgins and Kyle Hines, now we're in. Will Clyburn's era and all uh, Nikita Kurbanov and all the other great players we have. So this is three generations uh, within seven years that we're trying to embody uh, and uh, keep the core as much as possible uh, untouched and uh, um, you know establish the the, the um, ethics, the work ethics we we have as as a club, the um, the values of the club in general and uh, try to do our best. And I think that this is something that we can promise to our fans that we're going to go out there and really compete each and every game. I liked the fact that you mentioned, okay, there are three Greek coaches, but there are 14 other nationalities. 
and this kind of is the story of your life, right? Because you started your coaching career not in Greece, but as no, a student yes. in Croatia. Yeah, actually, I, I started in Greece. Uh, I was playing basketball in uh, Hermiste Kalon, it's a small uh, village. And then Alketas in Alexandria, where I was going the first two uh, years in school. Uh, but uh, you're right. I mean, uh, my first experience on working with an organizing club in Mlados, it was in Zagreb. And uh, it happened, uh, we were playing three on three. And uh, a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, Igor Jukic, uh, he asked, hey, guys, we have a spot for, um, for mini basketball uh, for a coach. And I was already in the, uh, there to study basketball and to go in a, and, and get and finish uh, eventually my education and start my PhD as well in Zagreb, one of the best universities in, in Europe right now and back then. So I accept that uh, challenge and uh, it starts a friendship and also the, the whole journey from Lados to Zagreb to Lokomotive and all the other teams that you have mentioned exactly. Yes. So do you have a PhD? No, I have never finished the, the ah, PhD. Okay. And the reason is because uh, I, I was called from Pauk to uh, be an assistant coach and then end that season as a, as a, as a head coach, uh, talking about 95, 1995. Um, and due to this um, uh, fact, I had to move from Zagreb, uh, but um, it, was a, it was a good coincidence. And at the same time, uh, um, another challenge for me. So they accepted me in Komotini, which is the other uh, uh, University of Physical Education in Greece, uh, to uh, study there and continue my PhD. But it couldn't match to be a coach in, in Thessaloniki and in a professional club and, and, and following the academic career, let's say, it, it didn't work uh, at the same time. You had to be dedicated and focused. At least this is my, my point. So I had to, to stop my, my PhD and uh, and be focused in basketball. So I don't regret, uh, obviously, uh, but it was a period that I had to make some choices. Because that's the thought I had, you know, uh, to get to the PhD, being as a coach, it should be very hard. And I guess there are no PhDs yeah. during uh, in EuroLeague coaches circle, right? Because it's yeah, a tough thing to do. I, I don't know, maybe we have some that they haven't just, you know, uh, studying uh, sports or, uh, or basketball, but maybe other other we have to search. That's that's a good uh, topic for you as journalists to to find out. Uh, one of the great minds in basketball and uh, one of the best um, uh, coaches that wrote uh, books is Slavko Trenić in in Croatia. He, he can a great friend of uh, Cosic and coached uh, Split, Yugo Plastica or Zadar. Uh, he's living in Zadar, so he's a great mind. But I guess that idea of having to evolve each year, to learn something new each year, comes from that background, right? Uh, yes. Because that's something you have to do going year after year. Some guys could say, okay, I'm 45, I know everything, that's, that's enough for me. Some guys say, I'm 65, I don't, I, I don't know enough, I still have to learn something. How does your off-season look like? Uh, do you take off uh, some time from basketball, just think about the things that just went, went through and think about the ideas we have to improve? Uh, or do you start working just immediately, going into holidays and working at the same time? Well, I have the, the opportunity and at the same time, the, uh, I am again privileged uh, to own a house in Halkidiki in a beautiful spot. So I try to use the time, value time to spend with my wife and my daughter um, in a 
I would say, a magic um, uh, environment with trees and, uh, and, and sea and... Uh, Greece is known for that, for sure, yeah. Really yes, nice. yes, it, it is the spot that Greece is and the fact that we're in three quarters of the, of the, of the country, uh, the borders are the seaside and uh, only up north we have the borders with uh, other countries. Uh, meaning land is up there in the north and then we have actually uh, a lot of seaside. So uh, Greeks that uh, are privileged to have this, uh, this opportunity to have uh, the, the seaside and also the mountains. So during the time I mentioned that, that um, I try to relax. Uh, of course, a professional basketball coach, it's impossible not to think about basketball. Uh, so um, this, this summer, for instance, I had the opportunity to watch the pre-Olympic games and also the Olympic tournament. Um, it was not that busy summer for us because we did not have that, that many moves to do. Uh, but uh, still, you know, uh, you're there uh, talking, exchanging ideas, a lot of uh, clinics happening, uh, either with our union of uh, coaches in Euroleague or other uh, other uh, countries, they, 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 they give in a call. Um, due to the pandemic, you cannot travel that much, but uh, now I think with Zoom, everybody can function and do clinics or uh, exchanging ideas. You mentioned that this summer you didn't have to do much uh, work in terms of finding new players, signing new players. And I guess that's a situation that uh, most of the coaches would like to have, right? Having that stability going from one year to another. Yeah, for sure. I mean, as I said, uh, I, we, try to, we try to keep the core untouched and given a shot, like, would we, would we try to think about how to build a team. Uh, summer is a very important time, first of all, like uh, half of the job, even more probably, uh, you have to do during the summer when you're going to have to pick the right uh, players that they can fit into your uh, system. Uh, I have to emphasize over here that, again, my philosophy is not to bring, I don't know, 12 MVPs and create the, the team like that. The team needs... Um, a certain uh, characters, uh, certain uh, jobs to be fulfilled uh, uh, in certain spots. And uh, if this if this group of people, they can really have a good chemistry and that's how it works. If you don't find the right chemistry or you don't try to at least uh, making it happen, uh, then most probably you know, you're not you're not good uh, of what you uh, thinking. And that's that's a fact. Also, it, it did happen to us as well. And, you know, one or two pieces. It doesn't work the, the way we, we wanted to, or we, we thought, or we dreamed about. One of the pieces that you put into CSK Moscow is a top scorer of last season's EuroLeague Alexei Shvat. Uh, but it's one thing to be a top scorer on the last place team. It's another thing to be a good player on a top team like CSK Moscow. And uh, I've heard that you talked uh, to fellow Lithuanian Benas Makevichus on his podcast, and you said that during every interview with a player before signing him, you tell him how it's going to be. You tell him what to expect, what are the values, uh, how you plan him on, on using so that there would be no surprises once the season starts. And uh, can you share a bit how that conversation with Alexei Shvad looked like uh, to explain him what to expect coming from one environment to another? First of all, you mentioned my friend Benes, so I hope he's good where he is at. Anna. Uh, yeah, we had a very interesting conversation. He says it's going to be like you said, like 25 minutes and it lasts four hours. So <laughs> I hope, you know, we don't have that much of a time. I have time limit, yeah. Anyhow, 
Ben is a friend, so I can uh, I, I can share with him uh, a lot of hours of talking basketball. Uh, in in terms of going to details uh, regarding conversation I had with uh, Alexei, we had like maybe five or six conversations uh, before we came to the. Um, final agreement in terms of uh, him signing and coming back to CSKA, where he started his career, actually. Um, that's one of my, um, you know, let's say, uh, things I'm, I'm doing during the summer. I, I can't imagine uh, recruiting somebody without talking and uh, without analyzing and see, you know, the, the feeling. I need to uh, be honest. Uh, sometimes I, I'm, not, I'm not pleased the players that we, we're going to sign saying the what is their weaknesses? You know, nobody wants to hear immediately from the start what are the weaknesses and what we have to develop. But uh, still, we need to just tell them uh, the true story, how, how it's going to look in CSK and what are the demands and what are the expectations. Well, um, we all know that, as you said, Alexei is very, very talented. He can score the ball, definitely. He can create for himself and for the others. I think it's uh, very important to have such player in our team. and. Uh, the fact that Alexei is now m mature, uh, let's say he he pretty much did his, you know, uh, his his moves, and uh, the, the circle is coming back, and uh, uh, I hope it ends and closes his career whenever he he feels that he has to to do so with um, a club that he started. Uh, I'm saying that he's more mature in terms of uh, playing basketball, in in terms of being a good teammate, uh, in terms of being um, a person that has to realize what, what he has to do better in order not to achieve only individual goals, which is not bad, which are not bad, the individual goals, but within the, the system that uh, supports him and uh, his qualities. So he has to make some steps forward in order to change some things. And of course, uh, we all over here know that um, he had, he always been a target being attacked, let's say defensively or offensively, but it was a different story because over there, he had to be the A and Z of the, of the team, like playing 40 minutes, uh, almost 38 minutes, doing everything, scoring, defending, or creating, or so whatever. Um, here is going to be a little bit different, and uh, that doesn't mean that he might not play 40 minutes at one game. I don't know. I'm not a magician. I don't know how it's going to go. But uh, you see, the, 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 the modern basketball is more or less uh, in a long season that is combined with the local leagues and VTB is one of the very competitive leagues in, uh, in Europe. Uh, you need pl players to be fresh uh, when, when the big games are coming. So uh, if we can play him 20, 25 minutes in average, uh, that means that we're going to keep him a little bit more refresh, him or others. Uh, we're going to try to make a different rotation with some young kids to, to play some certain games. And, uh, you know, so far I'm very happy because he shows that he is very uh, motivated, first of all. Of course, he's still uh, the honeymoon type. That's how I call it. This is a honeymoon now, you know. Real things didn't start, so the real punches. Uh, and, uh, but still, uh, as I said, he's uh, very motivated, like all my players. And um, we're, we're healthy, which is the most important thing. So if we stay healthy, I think we have a good potential. So now it's on us to meet that potential during the season. One could say that, you know, uh, CSK Moscow had a great player and a very big personality uh, in uh, Mike James. And uh, now Alexei Shvat is coming in, uh, also a great player and big personality. Could these two be compared or are they completely different uh, in terms of uh, personality? Each personality is different. So the, the two that you mentioned are also different in, in, many, in many aspects. Um, 
we can find some definitely um, uh, common things in, in terms of basketball, like both they can create, score the ball in different ways, but that's that completely different. Well, actually, I talked with Alexei Shvet yesterday and uh, we talked also kind of a you know, honeymoon. It's pre-season. If you yes. lose one game, that's not so bad and so on. Alexei says, no, no, it's CSKA Moscow. One loss in a pre-season game is bad also. You, you, in CSKA, all losses are bad. Uh, so basically, I guess he has already bought into this, you know, uh, CSKA thinking. And uh, last year he had 17 losses in a row in EuroLeague. Uh, now he had only one in CSKA in a preseason game and he already felt that it's bad enough to lose a game in a preseason. Well, I like that mindset, but I would say that, you know, in let's say going back and rewind a little bit the film in uh, in the season 2019 that end uh, find us actually as a, as a, a European champion in uh, Basconia, the most, um, the very, the, 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 the moments that define our character and uh, the moments that actually arise within the champion mentality, it was our painful losses. So, yes, you know, we are, we are, we're in the world of reality. We're not going to be undefeated over here. Uh, I don't think so that there is a team that's going to stay undefeated. That's not healthy. Uh, and uh, I mentioned this because I um, um, feel privileged and actually uh, at the same time honored that a lot of companies are calling me to make some uh, speeches and, and talking about the faults that we have in our life as individuals or as professionals. So uh, I'm, I'm a kind of um, a fan of fall forward. We're going to fall eventually in our life. We're going to have losses. We're going to have disappointments. You might be disappointed from your girlfriend, your wife, your friend, your, your, your colleague. Uh, but the fact is how much you can uh, accept as a fact this loss understand that what is the problem and we understood that the problem is at the same time also the solution because the problem was us so if the problem is us it means that we're a part of solution if we're a part of problem we're the part of solution as well so why i'm saying yes i mean i like the the mindset that also in the preseason the loss is uh, it's not easy for us or so whatever but i'll say that the loss can be very helpful in terms of realizing where we are at what you did wrong to, to lose by 30 or by 20 or by 10 or whatever on the, on the buzzer and, and, and try to get the, the signal and, and make the next step. So I think that we, if we're talking about the, this preseason game, we, we, we took the message, we work a, a little bit with the players, also in the mental uh, part, but also uh, in basketball. And um, we had a good reaction, let's say in a two days game, uh, two days ago, a game against Zenit again. Uh, even though we were missing Will in the preseason pre uh, and Toko because they had uh, their obligations with Elpai and Euroleague uh, filming the spots. But uh, in general, I like that mentality. Uh, though, I repeat again, the losses and painful losses, like it was, let's say, in 2019 from Budućnost on the road or from Maccabi at home or uh, from Basconia in the playoff at home, I, I'm just saying three pillars of painful losses that actually galvanize our character and we took it as a, as, as a weapon in our arsenal to really go out there and have a redemption. As a lot of people, they did not believe in us. 
And that's an extra, extra motivation to, to prove that we knew it. We, we in, like the players, knew it that we have potential. So it's, it's, it's the right moment to go out there and, uh, and, and win. And we did it uh, emphatically, I would say, in uh, Basconia. Coach, it's so nice talking to you. And actually, I haven't gone like from one third of what I have uh, prepared, but Nikolai is a great guy who helped us arrange this interview. He's already pointing to the clock and he's saying okay. that's enough. So hopefully uh, we can meet during the season and continue on this All conversation. Right. I have to let you, let you go right now, <laughs> but it was nice having you at least for this. Thank you for minutes. having me. The, the conversation also goes smooth because uh, you're well prepared and I, I like talking basketball. So. Maybe we should uh, arrange it a little bit more. It was it was my time that I have now meeting with my players, and that's why. So I take it on me. That's on me. So I I feel that I own you another another good interview. Let's say another good talk. Whatever it doesn't have to be an interview. Okay. So maybe let's meet somewhere. Uh, we are for sure we're traveling yes. throughout Europe with basketnews.com. Uh, that's what we're gonna do. That's a problem. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you.